The Carpenter Rants. Hey everybody and welcome to TCR. Three nobodies talking about the masterworks of horror cinema. We're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. Uh, no Kindle this week. Mm-mm. She, uh, I think that she often enjoys uh, looking at the schedule and being like, hmm, if ever there's a week where there shouldn't be two uh, cisgendered white men discussing uh, <laughs> subject matter by themselves, uh, that tends to be when she's not around. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's going to um, make them look a... real stupid? I'll sit on that one. <laughs> where they need a minority. <laughs> you know she likes to challenge us um uh no but we will miss her this week for sure um but uh doug it's uh december it's you know we've wrapped up the holiday season here uh as we're recording Mm -hmm. Um, it's the day after uh little Mm -hmm. birthday party we had for jesus Mm -hmm. what'd you get him Oh, you know, just a, a robe, some slippers, you just know. Some and some Frankenstein? And... Yeah. <laughs> um, I was listening to uh, Christmas music, and uh, it was just a playlist, you know. Um, but it mixes in some of the Jesus Christmas music with the with the fun stuff to try and trick you, Doug. That's how they get you. Well, he's the reason for the season, apparently. Well, so they say. And, uh, of course, the do you hear what I hear? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the lyrics the lyrics are so <laughs> absurd because it's like, A child, a child shivers in the cold. I hear Let it. us bring him silver and gold. <laughs> it's like, I what? hear him shivering. Let's, let's bring yeah. him precious metals to warm let's, him up. Were they going to throw him at him? I don't know. Let's melt the gold down and pour it on the baby. Now he's got some. <laughs> the child screams in the night. Let's hit it with rocks until it shuts up. <laughs> Let's pour the melted gold on him. But he's a Jesus baby, you know. So he's just like, nah, dog. Now I got baby armor. <laughs> he is a Jesus baby. <laughs> he's the you mean Jesus baby. The Jesus baby. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, anyway, he had a little birthday party. Uh, <laughs> nobody came, and uh, I didn't get invited. <laughs> no, and uh, well, it was a it was a good time. Doug, did your kids have a good a good Christmas. They did indeed. Probably one of the best ones they've had. Thank you, Santa. Not you, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus brings nothing but you know uh, fear. And, <laughs> Lots of uh, infighting. Yeah, where Santa's just like, hey, man, if you just be nice to each other, I'll I'll, I'll drop some gifts off. And, and, and sometimes not even that. Hell, I'll just, yeah. here you go. Here's a bike down your chimney. Hope it don't get stuck. Yeah, <laughs> here's a bike down your chimney. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it was a good one here, too. And uh, first Christmas with Miles, that was pretty fun. Hmm. Yeah, he was like super excited to like open his gifts and he played with a lot of toys. It was uh it was a lot of fun. It was a really lo- a lovely day. Did you get him that handgun he was wanting? Yep. Uh <laughs> yeah, was, we live in Missouri, baby's first handgun. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go it's in the baby gonna... book. <laughs> Do what now? It's going to go in the baby book. You're going to get it bronzed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get a really confusing bib. It says my first second amendment. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, Doug, um, December is, uh, wrapping up, and that means we're wrapping up our, our month-long look into <laughs> slashers. Woo! <laughs> uh, in a little series we've been calling Slashing Through the Snow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can you hear me? No. <laughs> You're like... Cut. <laughs> I knew what I knew what you said, but you cut out. Can you hear me? Sure can't. <laughs> I knew what you were saying, but <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I look there. <laughs> On on my screen, there's a little button on your name that just says "kick," so I have the power to just kick. throw you out. <laughs> throw you out. I didn't like what he. I didn't like his <laughs> thoughts about this film. Kick him out anyway. Kick him. Um, yes, uh, our little month long uh, limited look at slasher movies uh, entitled yeah. "Slashing Through the Snow." Um, and we're closing it out with uh, with kind of a big one, um, the infamous, uh, the cult classic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sleepaway Camp. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I just saw this uh, for the first time a couple of years ago. Whenever Joe Bob did the his first marathon for Shutter, this was one of the movies. Oh, okay. Um, so that was my introduction to it, uh, and that's how I also watched it this week uh, as well. I watched it with Joe Bob again because I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot he did this." But uh, since you said that, I remember it vividly now. He was talking to Felissa Rose and shit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She he just sure seems, was. She seems like a delight in real life. Just a she does that extremely nice person. Yep. Yep. She seems cool. Um, you know this this movie is uh, really famous for the the final shot, mm-hmm. um, which we will discuss. Uh, Do you detail. hear what I hear? <laughs> 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 a dick, a dick. Shivers in the cold. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, we're talking sleepaway camp. Uh and uh, <laughs> and you know what that means. <laughs> um but before we can um before we can get into shrinkage and what causes it and the very real <laughs> A problem that it is uh, men facing it all over the world. Like a frightened turtle. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into all that, uh, Doug, why don't you give us some of them fat sleepaway deets? I sure will. 
This here film uh, was released November 18th, 1983. So uh, it's almost 40 years old. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Robert Hiltzik. I believe that's how you say his last name. Uh, apologies if I'm butchering it. With a budget of $350,000 and a return of $11 million. This was a uh, one of those, you have to see it to believe it, folks. Go check it out. How much of that money is just made on, you, you, gotta, you gotta see the dick. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to say about 95% of it. <laughs> just by word of mouth. Yeah, just look, like, holy shit, this ending you have to see to fucking believe. 1983 was such a different time. You didn't have the internet and access to just whatever fucked up imagery that you could conjure in your brain. Like, like anything you can think of, um, you could find depicted on the internet in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost always sexually. So, oh, yeah. you know, a movie, if a movie like this were to come out these days, or, you know, if any younger people may watch this movie and may not be shocked by it <laughs> at all um and also just you know with the um you know the way the way the culture has been you know sort of shifted um you know by especially large in part to like the trans community but the lgbtq lgbtq community like altogether. Um, you know, this movie may not seem as shocking now, uh, if you were to watch it for the first time, but in, in 1983, this would have been a pretty like, uh, scandalous or, uh, you know, just huge twist ending that people just wouldn't have seen coming. Um, and would have Mm. just really, really stuck with them. Um, I just imagine a lot of yuppie like eighties couples just like driving home in their fucking <laughs> DeLoreans. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just shocked to their very core uh what they saw at the end of Sleepaway Camp. Oh, I'm sure. Um this is still this movie's still a, a hot button issue uh within the you know the the community. Uh, some praise it, some think it's uh, uh, doesn't represent them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not of that community, and I can't speak of it, so I, I do not want to uh, offend anybody out there. So, well, there's a bit of the you know, and there's a bit of this like depiction in film, right? Because also you have, um another one that people point to uh predominantly is um silence of the lambs and and buffalo bill and his portrayal of this you know this uh transgender transsexual character uh you know that is manifested as a monster or you know some sort of like evil thing um Mm -hmm. And so there's a that there's is a bit that of that. is the trope back in the day. If uh, you're yeah. of that community, you're automatically evil for some reason. Yeah, um, it's you know, and uh, I, can, I can I can obviously see why they have a problem with that. Yeah, 
yeah, so it's a, you know, uh, it, it's interesting the way, um, it's interesting the way, like, certain communities will, like, take certain things back and, you know, and, and horror these things may have originally been, like, you know, used in some sort of, like, pejorative or, like, negative way. Um, it's interesting to see those communities kind of, like, reclaim them or, you know, uh, shun them, uh, depending on their, you know, own personal conviction. Very interesting. Again, you know, we couldn't be uh, less qualified to break this down. As always, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Doug and I tackled nothing but the, the biggest... <laughs> Uh, the biggest issues here on TCR. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and who better to do it than two of the whitest <laughs> people on the planet? <laughs> Middle-aged, straight, white dads. <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of the issue, folks. <laughs> now, just because I'm not recording a vertical video in the front seat of my truck doesn't mean that this isn't a very similar <laughs> and Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know just because i'm not wearing an under armor t-shirt and a backwards thin blue line cap doesn't mean I'm, i don't have something to say to the internet yeah i guess this is our version of that <laughs> it's just more opening and welcoming yeah of, people, of people's you know just who they are oh man well um 2021 folks it's going out with a it's just another wet fart <laughs> <laughs> once you get through like once you get through like a 2020 this is one of the worst you know record worst years of all time you get to 2021 and you're like oh that was an improvement but it was, still wasn't good um <laughs> you just realize like i think all we got left are just like terrible years and just like kind of wet fart years <laughs> i don't know if we'll ever have good years <laughs> oh man i remember the wet fart years with kevin and um <laughs> i was thinking about the wet fart year blip <laughs> <laughs> oh would you do Stand up and throw it on me. <laughs> All right. Have a little wet. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. God. Um. So anyway. <laughs> so the point I was making about the, not here. <laughs> the point I was making about the LGBTQ community was. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Um. No. Um. So you know. Lots of interesting uh think pieces articles podcasts dissections of this movie um are out there this is not one of them as <laughs> always this is not one of them. yeah this is two guys talking <laughs> about just... blood and farts <laughs> why wasn't that the name of the show blood and farts um this is for tcr colon blood and farts now yeah <laughs> but colon has to be spelled out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, as usual, it's off the rails, and uh, we might as well uh, get into it. Um, you know the uh, the <laughs> the movie opens, Doug, 
with uh, quite a uh, lovely little day um, at the lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a young man <laughs> named John. John. <laughs> who is... Oh, that is uh, that is just like one step removed from Alan. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, there's a uh, there's a boating accident. Doug, mm-hmm. um, some kids out on the lake. Uh, Angela and Peter skiing. out with their father. Yeah, um, and of course. Uh, their uh, boat gets flipped over in the water and uh you know the teenagers are too busy thinking about finger blasting each other to pay attention to how they're driving a boat i guess and sail so, is all um, this time yeah <laughs> um yeah so john and uh john is <laughs> murdered uh by the boat <laughs> and we see the cutaway to uh, that other gentleman whose name I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, but, like, we don't even know, like, we don't even know who that guy is. Well, we find that. out later through a... Uh, later, way yeah. Way later. But, like, at the beginning of the movie, we just get this, like, insert shot to this guy going, John, like, as the boat's about to hit It him. is a gentleman named Lenny. Lenny. And he's waving them to, to shore just... because something has come up. And uh, some business needs to be taken care of. Oh, yeah. Well, that business never gets taken care of, Doug, because John um, gets hit in the face with a boat. Right in the face with a boat. Ooh, yeah. Boat face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we... Uh, so, John and Peter have bit the dust because they've been hit with a boat. Yep. Um, Angela is staying with her aunt. Yes, Aunt Martha, and cousin. Yeah, and cousin What's Ricky. Cousin's name like Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, every, we've all got a cousin, Ricky. Oh yeah, you know him, you love him, but we don't have an Aunt Martha. Yeah. Or maybe Ooh, you do. Aunt Martha. Aunt Martha is in a whole other movie. Whew, um, Aunt Martha is everyone. A, there's you could have a whole movie with her because man, there's a lot going was, on there. What was the direction Aunt Martha was given? Because it felt like it had to have been. Like, You're deranged. Can you play that? She was like, "Oh, you pet your sweet <laughs> yeah. balls, I can." <laughs> yeah, could you do like a sort of like uh, Shakespearean type of performance? While the rest I think of it, everyone else looks no, I mean yeah, looking at it just through broad strokes, you're like, wow, that woman can't act. But I think she did all that on purpose to come off as deranged. And man, did she uh, she nailed that one right on the head with her gigantic yeah, hands. Uh, yeah, she. Well, does she have big hands? You didn't notice those Andre the Giant hands she was walking around with? No. Holy shit! She kept brushing her face. And then uh, Ricky's face and Angela's face. Oh man! With these is fucking... this a Keith David the Thing situation going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next time you watch it, you'll be like, "Holy <laughs> shit! Look at those banana hands." <laughs> She's like, "I wore the Keith David hand from the Thing." <laughs> no, this woman has massive hands. I'm... Okay, <laughs> she had man hands. <laughs> 
It's not even man hands. They're feminine hands, but they're they're gigantic. That's all I got to say about it. Big ass hands. <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, I didn't know it was her hands, but yeah, she is. Uh, she is out there. Um, and she's sending her uh, son and her niece. Angela off to mm-hmm. uh, well now camp. adoptive daughter. Oh yeah, uh, yeah she's yeah taking custody I guess. Uh, send them off to summer camp. Doug, did you ever go to a summer camp in your life? Hell no, it costs money. My summer camp was get your ass outside and leave me alone. Uh oh, hang on, Doug, you're like all distorted. Who me? You were, now you're not. Um, yeah, I never I've never been to a summer camp. Nope. I don't know if that's cuz my maybe my parents loved me so much they didn't want me to leave. Um, I'm going to say cuz summer camp's not free though. That's exactly the reason why I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, it was uh there weren't there weren't any camps for me, which is fine because summer camp. I've never seen a movie where summer camp was depicted like, yeah, I'm. We're all glad we're here. <laughs> Every summer camp is set up for some sort of nightmare to ensue. Yeah, I had free uh out so outdoors at my house, so I just went to those. <laughs> we got a nature walk at home. <laughs> it's called the driveway, and while you're out there, cut the grass. <laughs> yeah, pull those weeds out. <laughs> Get the encyclopedia. See if you can see what kind of weed that is. Oh, poison ivy. Have fun. Oh well. Um. Well, the kids go off to camp. Um. Oh yeah, and we meet the. Uh, we meet all the the camp, uh, you know, employees, including the chef. Um, yikes! Oh, oh yeah. Oh, chef, uh, rape RD. Uh, yikes! This guy is, uh, yeah. Yeah, he says a bunch of shit that I don't even want to repeat. It's not even funny. Yeah, it's just it's just all about hey, uh, I'm attracted to children, and then there's that one guy that's like, hey, hey man, you can't be fucking kids, and the guy's like, I'm gonna do it, and the other guy's like, all right, well, I, you I better not. You shouldn't. I've done my part. You know who that guy was? <laughs> You've all got the which guy? The um the guy who was all like, ah, <laughs> uh, you're not supposed to do that. No. That was Robert Earl Jones, uh, James Earl Jones' father. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah that that scene's problematic for a number of reasons. Oh yeah. Um. The pedophile, and then everyone else is just like, "Well, you we've all got that one guy at work that wants to fuck kids. What are you gonna do?" It was the eighties. It's what people will I... say. Ooh, yeah, Chef yeah, Artie unsettling. can go straight well, to hell, and he kind of does. Yeah, that, yeah, he does. He gets uh, he gets boiled in the hot dog water or corn or water, whatever that was. <laughs> corn yeah. water, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
just thinking about the band corn. Why? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Corn water. <laughs> made me think of them. General corn water. No. Um, yep. Sorry. <laughs> well, already he likes he likes he likes ki- uh, children, and he tries to hit on yeah Angela by throwing her into the walk-in cooler and whipping it out and waving it at her, but Ricky stops him. And then uh, the yeah. killer comes back and drops uh, super hot corn water all over Artie. <laughs> super. And uh, man, yeah, and he gets right off the bat. I'm gonna just say, for a low budget ass movie, the effects in this are top notch. Whoever yeah, did them, good. I like. Them. I should really look that up. But um, oh, we're not here to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no uh yeah that burned uh the burned flesh um, mm-hmm. the bubbling and stuff really, man it was really good yeah. really unsettling mm-hmm. um yeah so the chef he gets uh he gets his he does and he's found of course by the guy who owns the uh guy who runs the the camp who's also like a a, i don't know like some sort of (laughs) cheap bookie like he looks like uh, he is not like mr furley from three's company he does he's not running a reputable camp like there's some there's some fishy business going on with the books yeah and he's also like he's also like sleeping with like one of the teenage counselors yeah with meg the counselor yeah, but also he's not like, I, I don't know, he's just not like a, what you would call a desirable human being. So I'm just, <laughs> it wasn't like he was some silver fox that was like running the camp. Like she's basically like getting it on with someone's grandpa. Yeah, basically. It's weird. Like he's dressed, but he, all, he's dressed in like, also it's weird, pastel windbreaker later. Yeah, I mean like, Mel is such a, a weird character. He comes off as scummy but also he's really nice in other scenes where you're like oh this guy's okay it's weird yeah he's uh kind of written unevenly <laughs> yeah the script uh, i'll call it bit, out uh <laughs> script the script is a bit off kilter a little bit a little bit um all right well so our chef is dead um uh, Angela has not drawn dead a yet. Lot of they attention. carried him out. He is screaming on a gurney. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. And um, Mel Angela and the dude, Doug, the uh, counselor with the shortest shorts ever, are like, "Man, what? Oh happened? my god, those shorts!" <laughs> By the way, that counselor is like my favorite guy in the movie because no matter what happens, like he's just like, "All right, uh, what we're gonna have to do is stick together and figure this out." And like he's just never really like he's unflappable. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're just like somebody was just stabbed to death, and he's like, "All right, uh, everybody, remember uh, buddy system, and uh, <laughs> you know the North Star finds us home." <laughs> like what? <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go lift some more weights and find shorter shorts. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, he's always like super chill. I like that. I like that guy. I believe his name was Ronnie. I'll I'll allow it. Yeah. Um Ronnie. Yeah, I like it. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know any Ronnies. I wish I did. I would love to just see my friend and be like, Ronnie. <laughs> nah, I've known a couple of Ronnies and they're all pieces of shit usually. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> God damn it, Ronnie. Sorry to any Ronnies that aren't pieces of shit out there listening. <laughs> Number one super fan of TCR. <laughs> X super fan. Ronnie <laughs> Ronnie Reynolds. Ronnie Rance. No more. <laughs> yeah, my friends call me Ronnie Rance because I love TCR so goddamn much. <laughs> I know they'll never make fun of my name on an episode. Oh, son of a uh, bitch. Well, anyway. <laughs> Four years strong, Ronnie Rance. <laughs> Burning his homemade rants merch. <laughs> never sold it. <laughs> uh, well, Angela, she draws attention from both uh, males and females at the at the camp. There, Doug. Yeah, because she doesn't really talk much. She's a uh, super introverted. Yeah, she's uh, you know she's trying to trying to keep to herself and the girls are all like uh uh-uh, uh don't you ever you better socialize uh, do that yeah but don't talk to the boys because they will think you're weird um and then of course uh there's one boy that's uh super interested mm-hmm. um ricky's friend what's his name uh mike ricky's friend maybe um, and I guess we're led to believe that Mike's ultimately interested because uh, Mike is, I guess, not normally interested in girls. But no, nah, he is. is, but, you know, they're still young. And then I don't know, because he's got that. What's that one chick? She says something to him about, like, surprise you're even talking to a girl or something like that. Oh, Judy. the uh, Didn't think the it main, was in the yeah, main piece of shit. Judy, she's. Yeah, she was like, didn't think girls interested you or something like that. There's I think some, that's like, just Snyder a, uh, her calling him gay or some, you know, the derogatory, the derogatory mm. form of it back in the day. Hmm. I, I took it to mean that like maybe he hadn't been interested. In I like, thought I just saw it as a snide remark to him. Mm. I may be giving it a little more credit than <laughs> I <already laughs> do. Um. All right, well, yeah, uh, so obviously we got to talk about Judy. Uh, Judy is, um, I mean, you know, Judy's got a real problem with people who go to camp and just mind their own goddamn oh, business. Oh, she hates it more than anything <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> She's like, are you sitting over there and not harming anyone? Because, uh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it just don't sit right with her, and she's got to call it out. Yeah, so she instantly uh she instantly does not take to um angela doesn't like her wants to make it known and she's the super popular Um, girl too so you know the dominoes start following all the other girls hate her for no reason just because the cool girl hates her yeah they're all taking their um they're all taking their their cues from judy who's just kind of a real pain in the Mm -hmm. ass honestly not a not a big judy fan yeah, I'll say that too. Judy sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yo, Judy straight up sucks. 
<laughs> this may be a little controversial, but Judy's kind of a doo-doo head. <laughs> doo-doo face. Um, all right. Well, uh, what else happens uh, here at this camp, Doug? There's some other... Uh, there's uh, some shenanigans going on. There's a lot of bodies piling up, and I don't think people being con concerned enough about... When we watch these kinds of movies and there's like a killer loose in the camp, right? It's, you know, you got like your Jasons, uh, you know, there's a legend you know mm -hmm. type of scenario this is a case where there's like there's people actively dying at the children's camp well and male the owner is like trying to cover it up and he's not letting anybody else know because he don't want the kids to freak out he didn't want the the news there because uh he had just reopened the camp and he he wants to make profit off of it so he's all like please don't tell anybody about all these kids dying he's like um Counselor Ronnie, with your nuts hanging out of your tiny shorts, please don't say a word to anyone. <laughs> um, Ronnie nuts. Ronnie nuts. <laughs> you can't say anything to him because he's so strong, he'll just fucking break your neck. Yeah. Hey, I think your nuts are out. Hey, I think your nuts are off your goddamn body. Fuck. Just rips them off. <laughs> they call me they don't call me Ronnie Nuts because my nuts are out, it's because I collect them. <laughs> I just God, I just wrote a sequel that I'll never get to see. I'm so this sad. Sleepaway Camp Five. I mean six. We'll talk <laughs> yeah, about right. the sequels later. Some official and some unofficial. But anywho, they're trying to cover up all this shit because Mel is just all like, man, I, I don't want all this shit. I want everybody to have a good time. I would just want to sit back and rake in all this money from these kids' parents. Yeah, well, the problem is uh, Ben Stiller is trying to take over the camp and turn it into a fitness mm -hmm. camp. And so Mel is trying to like keep that yep. from happening. So Mel and Angela and the other <laughs> fat boys... <laughs> <laughs> the, the rap group yeah not obese children the rap group from the 80s <laughs> fat boys they gotta take that bed still <laughs> boy if heavyweights and sleepaway camp were in the same universe <laughs> I'm overweight and I also have a dick. <laughs> oh god damn it. So Sleep awake, Cam. Oh man, well um <laughs> all right, let's move on. What else happens in this movie? Uh well it is it's Paul that befriends Angela and has an interest in her. Mike is one of the um the buttholes oh, that yeah. are constantly messing with Ricky and, and Paul and Angela and um 
all that crap. So they go to the social meetup in the mess hall or whatever it is. They got the weird music playing and um, mm-hmm. um, they're all hanging out and Ricky and Paul get into a fight because they're fucking with Angela and they're like, all right, whatever. We don't need this shit. So cut to them and their group of uh, hooligan friends try, trying to talk the other girls into d- skinny dipping into the lake. Oh, yeah. And the girls are like, no, we would rather not. Yeah, they're like, nah, y'all are dumb. And they're like, and then that one dude, uh, the alpha male, I'm forgetting his name. I want to say it's Kenny. Um, He just is like, all right, we don't need girls to have a good time. And then he just pulls his dick out and they all run together. (laughs) (laughs) Let's slap our dicks in the water. <laughs> I do love that it's like, come on, let's skinny dip with the girls, and the girls are like, no thanks. And I'm like, all right, just skinny dip all of us, and the guys. Well, are like, the lead right, dude is cool. so mad. He's like, I'm so mad. I'm gonna do this homoerotic stuff, which is fine and dandy, but you know, he's clearly, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I'll move on because, in case I, I offend know. someone, that is not my intent. <laughs> Yeah, no, somebody, we get an email, hey, slapping dicks underwater is a a beautiful form of expression. All right, Ronnie. It was a community, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know, I'm sorry. I didn't know, the slap dick water aerobic (laughs) folks were going to come after us strong. (laughs) If you're into underwater dick slapping, this is not a judgment. Yeah, you do, do you do you. That's your that's your thing. You're not hurting anybody. Fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <laughs> well, there's lots of butts and balls as they get into mm-hmm. the water, um, and the girls watch on, just unimpressed. <laughs> I just love the idea. It's like, all right, let's impress all these girls. Why don't you get your tits out? <laughs> it that's it that's all they had like let's see if we could get them naked that's their most move. heterosexual men's go-to oh moves. my god that's pathetic yeah. it's pathetic we need to have like a you know we've we've both been married for a long time successfully um to each other as well as women mm-hmm. and um <laughs> we should have like an advice segment like a dear, <laughs> dear tcr <laughs> <laughs> if you need some marriage advice or relationship advice please wait until kendall's not on the show um, this one's then... from a ronnie N from camp arawak <laughs> right into us so there's no female perspective whatsoever doug and i whenever we're alone we're going to start answering relationship questions <laughs> Oh, Here's man. your chance to ask someone who doesn't have a clue. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. Well, anyway, they're in the water. They're playing around, <laughs> and Kenny is the dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kenny does not take his clothes off. He is. He finally mm-hmm. talks one of the girls into coming into the water with him, and they get in a canoe and they paddle out. And it, he's trying to be all 
romantic and such, but it's not working out that way. And he tricks her and just fucks with her and throws water on her and does all his childish name calling flips. and flips the canoe over. And she's just pissed. She swims away. And so I never understand. I never understand these types of characters. It's just your movie. average just like, douchebag. They like to get you. All, you all. You've known someone like this. You've encountered someone that's countless. Anyone, er, any, anyone that is hearing this right now has encountered a piece of shit douchebag like this guy. So it's very relatable. Yeah, it's just like, and um, I know I just don't get it. It's like why, like you got the girl in no, the canoe. I get it, man. There's just pieces the of shit over. out there, man, like, and they captured it beautifully here because you you all know a piece of shit person like this and um you know he gets yeah, his comeuppance no. because he was uh he's been messing with everybody he's one of the 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 bullies in the camp so he's underneath the canoe like uh the the canoe is still turned over and he's underneath it and he's singing and fucking saying names to that girl that just swam off and then someone just pops up out of the water and he's all like hey what are you doing here? And then a knife comes, and then it cuts to the next scene, which is uh, uh yeah, that that all happened at night. So they cut to morning, where a counselor is. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. He goes out there and he's cleaning up the shit the kids didn't clean up, and he's just fucking pissed, and he's just, just all like, oh, oh, he's so God mad, damn kids, and he's throwing chairs and shit because holy shit, can I relate to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he finds the canoe that has washed up, turns it over, and you. This is one of the best cool. shots of the whole fucking movie. You see Kenny, who has uh, Abe been killed and has succumbed to his injuries. If he didn't die from those, he's succumbed from drowning, and his face is has this horrified look just forever on his face. Yeah, and he's got blood stains everywhere. Again, the gore is a top notch in this. And this fucking snake yeah, just really comes good. out of his nose. And it's like, I, I don't know how they got that. That's just been luck of the draw right there. They just had the camera rolling, and that, they probably got it on the first shot or something because they could have never done it that beautifully again. It's just perfect. Yeah, It's, it's a this good real shot. snake crawls out of this yep. fucking dude's nose, and that counselor's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then cut back to... Uh, Oh, good old Mel and Ronnie Nuts sitting there with the cops. They're all like, you know, the cops all like, so what happened? And he was like, I don't know. Clearly an accident. And the dude's like, the dude has all kinds of stuff on him and it looks like he had a struggle. And Mel's like, no, nah, dude, it's an accident. <laughs> he clearly drowned. Yeah, he drowned. He fell in and he drowned. And then Ronnie Nuts is all like, I think he was a really good swimmer. <laughs> and he's like, you shut up, you. <laughs> you can't think straight your nuts can't your, your shorts are cutting off your circulation to your brain <laughs> those were some tight shorts man the tightest shorts ever created mm. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh man well uh, in the meantime um, you know, Angela's been uh, Angela's been courting uh, whatever we decided this kid's name was. It's Paul. Paul. It's Paul. Mike was uh, Mike is like the yeah, leader the, of the 
of the uh, douchebags. Yeah. Because after all the <laughs> scuffle and um, when Ronnie Nuts is talking to the cops, he was like, I'm pretty sure that dude was a good swimmer. And uh, the cop was all like, whatever, I've already heard. I've taken accident as the cause and I'm leaving. You cut to Ricky and Paul and Angela walking. Uh, well, Angela is in her bunk. The girls are giving her shit again. So she gets up and walks out. She meets Ricky and Paul. They're walking. And you cut to all these boys on top of a roof throwing water balloons at one another. Are you there? Yeah, what was, Yeah, I'm here. Like, who the fuck plays like that? That's extremely I, dangerous. I don't know. That's some old school boys with the boys horse shit that you hear about so often. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I guess if you're at camp, what else? They're on a do? roof throwing, they can slip and fall and die. I don't know. Reckless. Where's their mama? Yeah, well, I mean, it's either that or slap dicks underwater. I mean, there's not much else to do at camp, you know. I isn't there arts and crafts or something? I don't know. Have you ever been to camp? Carpenterasspod at gmail dot com. Every story I ever hear about camp is like somebody's got somebody's nuts were out, somebody put a dick on somebody's face. Like camp just seems like there's just dicks. Is that everywhere. Bible camp? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anywho. They start throwing water balloons at Angela. She gets knocked over. Ricky is fucking pissed. He's screaming at these guys, all kinds of obscenities. Some I can't even repeat. And uh, Mel walks by mm-hmm. and he's all like, hey, you goddamn kids, get off that roof throwing water balloons, you sons of bitches. And then he's all like, Ricky, I ought to wash your mouth out with soap, you dirty blah, 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 blah. And then like, he gets in trouble for coming to the aid of someone who was in uh, in need of it. Mm-hmm. When, when do we find out that Mel and uh, that girl are sleeping? That's later there? on. Oh, okay. Because they're getting ready for like this big dance or whatever. Yeah, the, that's the big. Uh, I think that's the end of the camp thing. The big, yeah, the social, yeah. But um, no, his name is Billy, the 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 lead dude. I keep getting the names mixed up. Yeah, yeah, they're all named Bruce. Yeah. Well, anyway, they get down. They have to clean up their mess, and then uh, they're walking around and talking about what they're gonna do later. And Billy's all like, "All right, I'll catch up with you later. I gotta take a huge dump." So he goes to the back. He goes to the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> he, he literally that. said that he was like i gotta take a drop of deuce or drop of the huge dump or something like that i think he says i think he says big dump but he goes and takes a shit huge dump. And he, he locks the stall behind him and then you see this broom come up and lock the slide in between the handle so he can't get out mm-hmm. so he's like sh- he's sh- he's shaking on the fucking door and he's all like all right all right who's who's messing around who's messing around here and then you see a, <laughs> right on my shit you box. see a knife come to the screen in the window and slice it open, and then the killer drops a fucking hornet's nest into the stall, and then you hear him scream. <laughs> it turns into a fucking Scooby Doo cartoon. Amount, 
the amount of gore that's caused by this hornet's nest is unsettling. <laughs> um, like the giant holes in the he body where the hornets fucked, are like he flying gets out of up by these hornets, and it has yeah, these, these little holes some... on his arms, and they're coming in and going out and shit. Again, whoever did the effects, which I could not find with a quick scan of the internet, I'm sure it's on here, and I should give credit where credit is due. These are top-notch effects for a, this low-budget-ass movie. Very impressive. Yeah. The <laughs> the the aftermath of the Hornets is mm-hmm. shocking. All right. What, what, what well, they have the social there? thing, and, you know, Angel and Paul are getting closer. Angela started talking, yeah, well, and um, this is where Paul walks Angela back to her bunk and like steals a kiss, and she's like really off put by it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! And this is when we have the <laughs> flashback sequence that fills in a lot of gaps. Oh yeah, the flashback sequence. I guess it's like a dream sequence. Uh. <laughs> Angela really is very off put um, by any sort of so, affection in any way because she flashes back to her dad yeah. in bed with that Lenny dude because they were secretly having a thing yeah. going on. John. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And um and then it shows where Peter, her brother, kind of like molests her because they sat and watched her dad mm-hmm. and this other man in bed. And it's it's a lot going on in this. I mean, there's a lot of trauma happening (laughs) in this poor girl's head right now. And it's all triggered from a kiss, which is really sad. Yeah, and it's... Like a somewhat innocent little kiss. I mean, it's not like he's making out with her and putting his tongue in her ear, but... (laughs) That's how I do it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, Angela snaps out of it, and... She's all like, no, uh uh-uh. Touching and shit is not allowed. Fuck off. And runs off. Yeah, and that's when, like, Judy shows up and she's like, what'd you you do? Show her your tiny penis or whatever she says. She's terrible. (laughs) She is the worst. Um, let's see. Well, the next day, they... They wake up and uh, Judy kind of catches on that Paul is into her. So she goes out of her way to fuck around and gets Paul into the woods alone and like starts making out with him. And somehow Ricky and Angela walk by and catches her and that triggers Angela again. And they're running off and Ricky's all like, Judy, you're a giant piece of shit and all that. She really is. She is a massive piece of shit. Again, this she could have just left Angela alone, but she couldn't. Yeah, well, see, Angela runs back to um, uh, this is where they're swimming and stuff, and Judy and Meg just pick her up and throw her in the fucking water. Oh yeah, and she's like not wanting to be in the water. Like she's... yeah, I mean, well, for obvious reasons, she has water trauma as well, so she she water don't like going trauma? near it. Yeah, uh, well, they pick her up and throw her in the water. Very cruel, very unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And Ricky is about to run down there and get in their faces about it. 
and then Mel jumps out of nowhere. He's kind of put two and two uh-huh. together because of all these killings have been going around. He thinks Ricky is the murderer for some reason. Yeah, he's really he just doesn't it, like Ricky. He's really pinned it on Ricky so and is like aggressively he coming has after Ricky him. in a fucking sleeper hole. Yeah. He's like, You little shit bag, I'm not letting you and he's all like, I gotta go get my I gotta get my cousin. They're fucking gonna drown her. And he's like, You ain't going nowhere. Blah, 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 blah. Anywho, they're going back. Things have kind of settled down. They're back in their bunks. The everyone's getting ready for the big social event. So, uh, no, this is where uh, you find out Mel and Meg mm. are a, a, an item. She gets the night off, and so her and Mel are gonna go do weird stuff. Yeah, old, he's, like an old man and a teenager would do. Yeah, he got on his windbreaker and his white sneakers, and he's ready to take her out to yeah. early bird <laughs> kind of like run DMC. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to take her to an early bird buffet and then go back to his bunk and take his dentures out. And... <laughs> you folks don't want to know. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Meg is in need of a shower. And of course, all the ladies are waiting in line because ladies like to congregate in the bathroom and take up a lot of time. It's you know, just like ladies taking a shower, ain't it, fellas? Mm-hmm. So she goes to use so the she goes shower. To this bunk that was yeah. yeah, she goes to this bunk that was not in use and uses the shower. So she's in there and you see a shadowy figure come into the bunk. And uh man oh man. <laughs> this uh Meg is uh, Meg is uh she's doing her shower thing and this fucking hunting knife just goes through the fucking wall. Through and the gets wall, her right in the in the fucking spine, yeah, and it just goes all the way down to that girl's butt crack, and she has <laughs> severed this girl's spine. She got ten foot of butt crack now. Yeah, mm-hmm. just about, mm-hmm. just about. Yeah, she gives that crack a few extra inches uh, <laughs> from her neck all the way down. <laughs> gives that crack a whack. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> the knife through the wall into the back is pretty brutal. It's super brutal. I mean, it's how thick like, is that wall? It can be really thick, but like if you're just if you're um um, what's the term? God damn it! I wish I had a, a normal thought process and could think of easy things. Anyway, if you're um um, god damn it. Your disbelief has to be in play here. Okay. You have to imagine that this is a normal wall. Yes. And the brute strength of this killer is very impressive. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. But in other terms, I can't talk. No, that's all right. Four years of this, guys. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> How many dicks did you see at camp? Carpenterspot at gmail dot com. <laughs> Attention, Caleb. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, after that, yeah, you um, Mel was looking for Meg, can't find her. Then you cut to Angela finding Paul, and she's all like, "Look, I'm sorry. I want you to meet me by the waterfront tonight." Meet me by the. And he's like, "Okay." 
Yeah, get my dick sucked at the social. <laughs> so, um, dick sucking on the waterfront. <laughs> it's camp time. <laughs> We're gonna have a good time. <laughs> so, um, uh, is it? Is it what now? Is this where we cut to the the counselor with the little kids in the woods camping? Yeah. So, uh, the one counselor is taking some kids off camping for the night. Which, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm confused about who this was. Or I'm confusing the timeline up. I am too. Um, after, after, I, th- I believe, uh, I've only seen this movie 4,000 times. So you think I would know it by now. Um, I think after Angela tells Paul to meet her at the waterfront, mm-hmm. that's when she goes into the bunk to confront Judy. Okay. I think in a while, while that is happening, you cut to the counselor with the little kids in the woods camping, which adds nothing to anything. They're, they're just, uh, they're more for the body count because yeah. after all this, the killer goes in the wood and slays all these kids and the counselor wakes up and sees that there's a fucking little bitty graveyard sleeping behind him. Yeah. But anywho, um, the killer has approached, uh, uh, Judy and confronts her and she's all like, what are you doing here? And then, uh, she gets the shit beat out of her and then she gets a hot curling iron inserted into uh, an orifices. Yeah. The, that curling iron insertion was, and apparently the aftermath of that scene was filmed, but was cut because it was too much. Mm. So that's laying around somewhere. I don't know if it's on an extended cut or deleted scene. I don't own a fancy version of this. But I may uh, remedy that soon. America wasn't ready for a curling iron, curling ironed cooter, I guess. Nope, sure wasn't. <laughs> but we are now. It's twenty twenty two. Damn right. <laughs> There's UFOs and curling iron cooters. Goddamn right. Yeah, she goes to town on that on that cooter with a. Hot curling iron. <laughs> she went to town while, on that cooter with a curling iron. Okay, go ahead. That doesn't kill her, though. That just disfigures her. Yeah. And she smothers her with a pillow. So she's just like, she's getting it from both ends. Mm-hmm. She's running a murder train. <laughs> she's running that midnight murder train. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to curl but your then, cooter um, in a... <laughs> Cut back to Mel. He's looking around and shit. He finds Ricky and then beats the shit out of him because oh yeah, uh, he had he had already found Meg. Meg was laying on the ground with her fucking spine torn out of her body. Yeah, with that fucking knife. So Mel's he's he's lost it. He finds Ricky and literally beats the shit out of him and leaves him in the woods to die. But um. As he's doing that, a fucking arrow goes into his head and he falls over. Oh yeah, he's like, "Not you!" 
arrow. Dead. Yeah, it's 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 always the Scooby Doo shit. There's a lot of red yeah. herrings in here, but it's it's obviously a red herring. But I love it when the killer comes up and the someone whoever sees them, they're all like, "You, why? What are you doing here?" Dead. Mm. Yep. So Mel gets an arrow. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get. You get all the counselors. They they figure out that there's more murders that have just happened. Mail's yeah. gone, and they're all they're all wandering around the whole camp looking for people yeah, and Ronnie, trying to get the kids to safety. Ronnie Nuts has got his red tracksuit on. <laughs> he does, and he's like nuts it, are covered, so he means business. Yeah, he's keeping it cool, man. Ronnie Nuts is fucking MVP of this movie. But he's like, okay, I know there's murder going on. I actually think sick. his name is Frank. Actually, <laughs> Frank Nuts. <laughs> Frank Nuts. Frankie I think nuts. Ronnie's his middle name. <laughs> Frankie Nuts. Oh, Anywho, man. Uh, yeah, they're they're going around and they're getting everybody's safety, trying to find out uh, what's going on. They find Meg dead. They find Mel dead. They find Ricky, who is alive, but he just got the shit beat out of him. Mm-hmm. So, um so ronnie nuts um and another counselor are walking on the uh the beach and they see um angela who is completely naked holding paul and she's like making all these weird ass noises and stuff and i completely forgot while the counselors are running amok that you cut to angela and paul on the beach and they're having like this super sweet moment and it looks like angela is all like you know what i forgive you for all your crap and you know we can be a couple and everything's just going to be all right (laughs) and then you get to this part yes where a naked angela is holding paul and shaking and saying all kinds of weird garbage playing with his hair and playing with his hair yeah and um and then you uh um ronnie and ronnie's all like angela and so she gets up (laughs) and she has his severed head in her hand and you cut back to the counselors and they're all like what and this is where you get the famous shot of uh angela with the open mouth scream and he pan down and she was a boy all along. Yes. And then it shows the flashback with Aunt Martha um, adopting the survivor of the boat crash, who was really Peter. Yes. And she's all like, I already have a son. I've always wanted a girl, so I think I'll make you a girl. Uh, you're Angela now and all that. So Raised. She, uh, oh, crazy Aunt Martha was raised peter yeah raised peter as a girl Mm -hmm. and obviously you know with the with the accident and the way he was raised after the fact did some serious psychological damage Mm -hmm. which of course she's been going around murdering everybody at the camp (laughs) that has messed with her yeah yeah Yeah, that's sleepaway camp. 
Yep, that's the famous scene. It, you get a slow close up on her face. It cuts to a weird green tint. Yeah, and, then, and uh, ending credits. Yeah. Um. Uh. They hired some random guy to um, wear an Angela mask that they made. They cast it out of uh, Felissa Rose's face to stand naked for <laughs> like five minutes and get this shot. And it, it ain't it ain't it ain't right to say, but what an unfortunate penis on this person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not here. I'm I hate the penis shame. <laughs> well, I hate the penis shame, but your dick looks bad and it's pretty lame. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's my favorite Tim McGraw song. <laughs> well, I brought that on myself. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm sorry, mystery man with the tiny penis. <laughs> oh, he's all right. <laughs> oh, he's all right. <laughs> he's part of a. He's part of. Uh, he's part of horror royalty. Yeah, this movie has a insane legacy. Yeah, tell me about mm-hmm. the sequels. I've never seen any of them. All right, you have two and three, which are high and uh, are held in high cult status, which I don't understand because they are not good. Gotcha. And in the opening scenes of two, they're talking about Angela, and she's played by a different person. She's played by Pamela Springsteen, who is Bruce's sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, right off the bat, they're all like, I thought Angela was a boy. She was like, she got the surgery. She's all woman now. Oh, good. Okay. So she's lost her She's lost her trademark, or what made her special. Well, she heard her penis was weird. Sorry, I guess it was my fault. <laughs> but yeah there's some there's some you know there's some uh out there kills and some fun stuff but man overall in all i don't care for the sequels and there is a fourth one sleepaway camp four that was shut down a quarter away through the uh filming which uh it angela's not even in it it follows a survivor who's went crazy and started killing people so it's just a mm. knockoff slasher Always my favorite. It's always my favorite uh, <laughs> progression of a slasher story. It's basically <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, but yeah, uh, I love Friday the Thirteenth Five. It's my favorite, but it's uh, it's a terrible version of that. It's actually like uh, if anyone has, and I'm sure they have because it's very popular. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, where it's just the greatest hits and clip show of the first one, and you get like probably thirty minutes of actual original uh oh, that's, shots that's yeah it's good. just you just they just took uh all the uh greatest hits from one two and three and uh wove a terrible story into that about a survivor mm. and mm. then back in I've, the i'm not exactly 
exactly sure of the date, but in the 2000s, they did a uh, an old school, let's forget about the sequels and have a true sequel, and uh, it's Return to Sleepaway Camp, which uh. brought back all the uh, surviving members of the original cast, the original people who played them. Old Ronnie Nuts is there. Hey. Felissa Rose is an uh, adult, an adult Angela going around doing her thing again. And uh, if you're going to watch a sequel, I would choose that one. It gotcha. is, I mean, it's not that great, but if you're going to watch one, watch that one. Gotcha. I probably won't watch any of them. Huh? I said I probably won't watch any of them. Uh, I'm good That's with fine. my. I'm good with my my one movie. Yeah, I know people couldn't tell by my discussion because I could barely talk, but I love Sleepaway Camp and I watch it pretty often. It's one of my go-to. Uh, I have two movies when I'm super depressed. I watch because they make me in a they put me in a good mood, so I watch them all the time. It is Clerks and Sleepaway Camp. Interesting. And yeah, I watch this one a lot. Even though uh, you couldn't tell because I'm stumbling and mumbling through this whole process. And I couldn't even remember the characters' names. So that's a good sign. Yeah, I don't think the names were all that good. <laughs> the names weren't all that good. <laughs> yeah, but the names. damn hornet's nest is where you got to go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, the, this, um, it, it's, it's a low-budget slasher. And they, they didn't know they were going to uh quote unquote change the world with it but this movie has so many fucking layers to it 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 needs to be analyzed cuz there's so much going on with so little i mean like you have a heavy heavy subject matter with that with the trauma that this poor girl slash boy went through and um again i don't want to speak for the community but i can see how people would have a problem with this because a it's the old stereotype of people of that community are always painted as villain and b um angela was forced to be transgendered it wasn't it wasn't his or her choice so i i would see people having a big problem with that possibly uh yeah i would say so i would say anytime you're forcing somebody's uh, gender identity on them is probably yeah uh, not good yeah i mean but there's there's a whole essay that can be written on um just the the poor trauma that this this person went through Doug, I mean, I think it's, that's, it's heavy. It's heavy shit. I think that's what you and I are here for. Uh, who understands yeah. <laughs> more than us? Uh, <clears throat> two sleepy right. old white men who can barely get a stop. <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna solve the world's problem. Yeah, over the next three hours, we're gonna get we're gonna get down to the bottom of this. Yeah, sleepaway camp. It's an oh, iconic hey. horror film. And for the right reasons, I think so, because um, it pushed that envelope. There's some good gore in there. There's some unforgettable characters. And it's fun. And it's heavy at the same time. Fun and heavy, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> 
uh all right yeah sleepaway camp uh it's iconic it's a classic you can find it on shutter i think it's on did Peacock. you even enjoy it you're kind of skating around it oh no yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it last time i saw oh it. no i, I hate it, it. I saw it. it's garbage no i i think it's fine i i don't <laughs> i don't love it um but i i like you it. love it it's certainly entertaining um it's mm-hmm. certainly uh shocking um and as far as slashers go there's some fun uh there's some fun deaths to be found in here um boiling hot corn water is a good one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah no it's uh i and i you know i love the uh, dump. yeah extreme death by uh hornet dump so uh yeah sleepaway camp uh you can stream it on shutter on i'm pretty sure i saw it on peacock uh, it's on it's yeah it's on there. a lot of places shutter peacock Tubi. um it's out there yeah watch the joe bob version where he talks to felissa again felissa yeah, seems like the nicest person on the fucking planet and yeah, uh, she's cool. she actually told you to move out of the way when we were at the horror convention in chicago a couple of years ago we were standing in line to get in and she was walking by and she was like, excuse me. And then she like put her hand on you and you're like, Oh, sorry. I was like, Holy shit. That was Angela. I don't think you had seen sleepaway camp then. I don't think I had. I also don't remember that happening. I remember it. Cause I was like, that was Felissa Rose from, from sleepaway fam. You're like, huh? Oh, nice. <laughs> well, Hey, uh, that was my uh, big story about how I met Angela. Uh, wasn't that exciting? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember. <laughs> I remember seeing Steve Gutenberg there with gloves on, and he wouldn't touch anybody, and he had gloves on, but this was before the pandemic. Man, he had the foresight, didn't he? Oh, Holy my shit. gosh, yeah. Um, the Goot was, was surviving. Um, of course, we saw Richard Dreyfus that day. Mm-hmm. He was much tinier than I ever anticipated. Ooh, that is a tiny man. Yeah, he is uh, itty bitty. Um, well, there you go, folks. Sleepaway Camp closing out our slasher series. Uh, it was nice to go back to the slashers. Yeah, I'll, we'll return. Oh yeah, because there's oh, a million of them we need to talk about. And you know, sometimes it we gotta go back. Uh, we gotta go back, Doug. Uh, it's your kids, gotta... Caleb. <laughs> um you know sometimes uh one month is just not enough uh to cover a whole topic doug uh four movies uh sometimes Mm -hmm. five uh it just isn't enough so sometimes you got to revisit things and that's why in uh 2022 uh we're going back to the well stephen king hail to the king we're covering every movie (laughs) we skipped and every mini series <laughs> and every <laughs> it's turned into like a wrestling promo. And once we've seen all of them, brother, I'm gonna it's gonna be me and the king in the cage. You think you know pain? <laughs> be subjected to Stephen King's shit. <laughs> We're watching the Mangler too. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh no, we're not going back uh to the Stephen King series, but uh we are going back in january uh mm-hmm. to a series that we 
we did uh, I don't a couple know, years, two ago. years ago. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's been a while, uh, but it's time to bring it back. And Doug wants to tell the fine folks uh, what uh, movies we will be covering in January. Well, we're going to kick off t- 2022 by returning to the Haunted Ranching, where we're going to discuss more of our favorite haunted house films that's right i'm really excited about it uh that was a really good series before um off the top of my head we talked about the innkeepers uh the changeling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. those are the only two that i remember I'm gonna try to see if I remember the other ghost. What movies. was the first one you said again? Uh, the the innkeepers, innkeepers, uh, the changeling. changeling. We also talked. Um, I'm blanking on it too. Hang on. So long ago. It was. Cool, and my phone's not working. <laughs> so um, I was just trying. I was just trying to remember. Um, let's see. Let's see who picked. I think I picked the Changeling. I think you picked Innkeepers. I did. Um, Kendall wasn't on that series okay. with us that month, so it was all four of us. Mm. I mean, all four of us were were all four picks were the two of us. God damn it! What a great <laughs> hey. night to talk. Yeah, talking is fun, and then you're talking with friends, saying <laughs> words. Um. Hmm. Hang on, almost there. All right, Doug's. We did the innkeepers, Crimson Peak, the Ooh. Changeling. Oh, and the finale was Carnival of Souls. One of my favorite oh, movies. That's, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I think Kendall joined us on that. That was when she came back from her little hiatus. Yeah, maybe she so. joined us on the I finale. Do, I do remember talking Crimson Peak, which is fun because now there's a new Guillermo del Toro movie out at the movie theater. Which I haven't seen yet, but uh, mm. I plan to very very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. we're going back to the haunted ranch and uh, lots more ghost stories to to choose from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited uh, to to kick that off. And what are we starting with? I have no idea. Well, um, I don't have y'all's picks yet, so we're <laughs> kicking it off with mine, and we're kicking it off with a bang. One of okay. my favorite movies, Paranormal Activity, the yeah, first one. Yeah, I think that's the only way to start the month. Kick anyway. the new that's year a- off uh, right in the balls with a modern classic. Yeah, I yeah. said it. I know that movie has its haters, and I don't give a shit because I love it. No, that's a good one. I'm really excited to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, it's definitely a, uh, you know, it's definitely... A, a big one in terms of modern uh mm-hmm. horror modern pop culture and horror and uh yeah it's gonna be fun to talk about mm-hmm. fun to kick off the year and fun to kick off a new spooky series and a good finale too stick around january's oh, gonna yeah. be fun yeah all right um i don't have any horseshoe it's the end of the year and uh there's not much going on yeah so, if you got any rants, recommends, now's the time. Uh, yeah, I got one I can talk about. All right, all right. 
Sorry, I'm sitting outside and there's a plane going by, so that's probably Ooh. picked up on my microphone. Nah, um, nice. uh, I, I've been super busy, haven't gotten to watch anything. Oh, well, as always, I don't really watch much unless it's the movie for the podcast. But mm-hmm. um, I have watched uh, the Disney Plus series Hawkeye. Oh, okay. And it is it is way better than I thought it would be. And uh, the they just had the finale this past Tuesday. Okay. And uh, just eight episodes get you in, get you out. Um, I had uh, I thought it was going to be like more of the same you get from the movies, like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, not that more character development, better just um. Just all around better. I just I wasn't expecting much, and uh, pleasantly surprised. I've been I've been pleasantly surprised with the majority of the of the Disney Plus. Um, same, offerings. same. Um, you know that's that's kind of where I'm just like, man, I don't care about these these shows, but that you know that gives them a lot of space to do some really interesting stuff with uh, with some of the characters, and. Uh, I would say the majority of them, and I didn't have any problem with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just thought it was kind of like, yeah, okay. No, it was it was okay. It's just more of the same. It was, yeah, it was good. It just didn't, you know. WandaVision was so, so unique, and then Loki. The whole, the whole point so of the unique. series is, uh, you know, for there's for character development, and yeah, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't really have a lot of that. It was just, you know, all action scenes and fights. Hawkeye has that too, but you actually you know enjoy the characters and there's people that show up that you know you don't see coming and there's one big yeah. one that shows up that you did not see coming so spoilers i won't tell you who batman. it is but yep god damn it <laughs> sorry michael keaton batman <laughs> michael keaton <laughs> invades the mcu <laughs> yeah i just um yeah i, I want to watch it i just haven't I haven't got around to it yet. It's worth it's worth the drive. I haven't seen in terms of Marvel. I've really dropped off since the pandemic. So I saw Loki, but that was it. Um, I haven't seen any of the movies or. I saw Shang Chi and I wasn't impressed. Um, I'm I really want to see Spider Man. And yeah, uh, I'll get to it sometime. Yeah, I'll probably watch Spider Man at home. Honestly. I know people are loving it, and uh, Elise really wants to see it, so she's going to take Grayson because he, he'll have a good time. But you know, I, I just don't know. Uh, there's, I'm like, I just, I'm cool if we just make it like a Spider-Man movie. Like, <laughs> I just, I know there's been a bunch of them, but I kind of, I'm not interested in, uh, Spider-Man, like. You know, the first one was really good, I thought, but it felt like an Iron Man movie. And then I, the think, second uh, one, I think this one closes all those gaps so they can get back to making solo Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies, movies. It's not yeah. part of these gigantic events. Yeah, and look, people are really happy with it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing the movie. I just like I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the material. I've seen the marketing material. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, I'll see that eventually. That's not really what I'm, I don't really need. And again, it's tough for me because like Spider-Verse is like, you know, to me, it's perfect. Oh, did you see the teaser and, for two? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, going to be good. 
that to me was just like when I think about Spider-Man as portrayed in film, like that's pretty fucking amazing. And so then to go live action and be like, all right, now let's do, <laughs> let's do another multiverse story. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, I, I've heard it works out really well and people seem happy with it and I'm glad that they are, but uh, I don't know that that was not something that I was like, I need to see this in a theater right away. And also, here's the thing. I don't know. This is the thir- this is the the second third Spider-Man movie in the third Spider-Man franchise. Um, fourth Spider-Man franchise. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I've st- I've seen a lot of Spider-Man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I still want to see it. Yeah, I'll see it eventually. I'll see it eventually. All right, uh, that's all um, I got. So Hawkeye, I yeah, I do want to see good. Hawkeye. I like I like that character. I like I like Jeremy Renner. Um, even though he tried to be a pop star, um, I'm willing to forego that. Uh, Did he? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You didn't hear that song? No. Oh boy, it was uh. It was not good, Doug. That's just what we needed from Hawkeye. <laughs> Big hit single. Main right. attraction, I think, is the one. Yeah, here you go. I'm good. <laughs> Alright, turn it there off. You get- <laughs> Doug just canceled his Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> can't be a part of this man's career now well i didn't want anything to like get us in trouble too oh yeah no Playing <laughs> i don't bad think music. anybody <laughs> i don't think anybody's on the hunt for that one <laughs> they didn't program jeremy ritter's music into the algorithm so nobody's trying to steal it <laughs> he's trying to give it away uh, he's got like accounts pirating his own music. He's like, I'm the most pirated account, <laughs> I'm the most pirated artist of the year. You oh, got anything man, to recommend? Show. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Jeremy Ritter's solo music. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a bunch of stuff. It's the holiday season. I watch a lot of movies. Um, there's a new Matrix movie out. I still haven't seen it because I wanted to rewatch the original Matrix movies, which I've done. Um, and the original is perfect and the second one is complicated and not great and the third one is um, you know just some like really impressive like action set pieces and like visual imagery but that movie really kind of that franchise really like loses itself looking up its own asshole um, but uh, you That's know it's really nostalgic the to whole me. And after I saw the first one I'm, I'm not a <laughs> Matrix fan Oh, I'm one man, of the that few movie's... people that that aren't. That movie just hit me at the right time, and it's just been with me. And I and that first one, I think, is such a an amazing accomplishment. Um, and I love when studios just get behind big weird movies, and they're gonna spend hundreds of millions of dollars on something really out there. Um, and that's what I like about the sequels. Um, 
you know, most big studio movies right now just feel very safe and very sanitized and Disney makes most of them. Um, but I, there's a time where like a studio is just like, hell yeah, what is this live action anime kung fu battle with robots and fucking there's cave sex or whatever. Just let's make it $200 million. Let's go. And I just, I love stuff like that. Um, you know, so big swings get me excited. Anyway, I rewatched the Matrix movies and I had a good time. And I'm excited to watch watch the new one. Um, I watched uh, the new Adam McKay movie on Netflix. Uh, it's called Don't Look Up. It has uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I liked this movie a lot. Uh, it's a movie about an asteroid that's coming, a comet that's going to hit Earth and kill everyone. Um, and then the media and the politicians all decide to just ignore the comet that's going to kill us all, and these scientists just begging um, to be taken seriously and for people to listen to them. And uh, you know, it's it's funny, but it's like really frustrating, and it's kind of like a you know, it's kind of got like a nasty sense of humor because it's just like you know, it's just real life that we've all been like living through, and people are just screaming to like yeah. hey this is coming and it's going to kill us all and uh just to be ignored I, it, it's really well done i, I like that movie um a lot uh i think jonah hill playing um the president's son slash chief of staff is is some of the most entertaining stuff in the movie but it's it's really good and leo's really good jennifer lawrence is really good um i really enjoyed it it's on netflix now check it out all right and um let's see let's see if there's anything else i also went to the movies today to see the new paul thomas anderson film uh licorice pizza and uh you know i loved it it's not really um a shock for me i love all of pta's movies what has he done this one i'm uh, he did Boogie Nights and oh, okay. uh, they do, uh, There Will there Be will Blood. Blood. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this one looked uh, in that, you know, um, I, I like everything he's done. I like Phantom Thread and The Master, but this one, um, this one kind of looked like it was just really designed to be the kind of movie that I enjoy. It's just a nice movie um, with interesting characters and uh, it's really fun and funny and like, um it's really earnest and uh, beautiful and i i don't know man i i sometimes i just like to see a nice movie um and this is that it just made me feel really good um and i really enjoyed it uh, i thought it was a really strong really strong movie so uh paul thomas anderson's licorice pizza it's in theaters check it out i really dug it what a weird ass name i think it's in reference to like a vinyl like an album a licorice pizza oh okay it's not i don't think anyone says the phrase in the movie <laughs> boy this but sure is a real it's... licorice pizza yeah and then the dance number <laughs> <I hate>. starts. <laughs> toss me that licorice pizza daddy-o um <laughs> um yeah the movie's really good bradley cooper uh a small but impactful role um just hilarious and amazing uh it was just really good man I like the penis sleep away camp 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, son is like the star of the movie. Um, and he's never he's never really acted before, but he's really good in it. And uh, I think the the uh, female lead of the movie, I don't think she's ever acted before. Um, she is just really, really incredible in it. So <laughs> I liked it a lot. It's, uh, it's like my exact, that's like my exact thing. Like if somebody's like making a movie <laughs> for my exact specifications, um, it's, it's a movie like Licorice Pizza. It was just a really nice afternoon. All right. And that's all I got. All right. Well, if you want to contact us, it's uh, carpentrancepod at gmail.com. It sure is. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Head us up at the Carpenter Rants Podcast. Just search that. Like us, follow us, all that good stuff. We're on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, Don't forget to leave us a nice review on Spotify now since you can do that. Five stars. Nothing else matters. Yeah, five stars. Yeah. Especially with this terrible episode that I mumbled through. Five stars. (laughs) Yeah, this is a five-star episode. Wind chimes. Yeah, no, I'm um, sitting outside. Production, yeah, that's production value that you don't get. It's yeah, uh, foley other, art. Yeah, at other John Carpenter podcasts. So this is the one you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, share us, tell everybody about us. Hope you guys had a great yeah. Christmas. Tell us what would you get for Christmas? Carpenterspod at gmail.com. Yeah, we want to know. Santa stuff down your chimney. Yeah. um hey folks thank you for listening happy holidays uh next month headed back to the haunted ranch and i'm very excited Mm -hmm. paranormal activity Uh, kicking it off with the first paranormal activity yeah it's gonna be a good time Mm -hmm. all right well hey thank you for listening to tcr for another year uh Mm -hmm. we'll be back in 2022 yeah that sounds crazy but uh, fingers crossed it's a good one yeah we'll see i don't want to say it can't get Uh, any worse but it probably would (laughs) don't yeah watch don't look up (laughs) and you can just see how easily it can all go um all right well hey uh we appreciate you guys spending another year with us uh we look forward to next year we got some fun shows uh planned out Mm -hmm. thought about um it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to it as always Mm -hmm. all right well hey thanks for listening uh for the nobodies uh i'm caleb i'm doug and uh kendall will be back with us next week um, big shout out to her mm-hmm. and happy holiday to her yeah. as well. Love you, Kendall. Miss and, you. Yeah. And uh, happy holidays, everybody. Keep on renting. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. And look, you don't say happy New Year when it's fucking March anymore. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. If I meet somebody in February and they're like, hey, happy New Year, I just <laughs> never understand. Yeah, it's Ronnie Nuts. <laughs> That's what he says it to everybody. Hey, Happy New Year. You want to get nuts? <laughs> Ronnie Nuts. <laughs> Ronnie Nuts. Yeah, that's his, that's his catchphrase. And his nuts are always hanging out. <laughs> He's a really unsavory character. <laughs> All right, keep your nuts out. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to The Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.